I am a okay buddy. Good mate. So good. Everybody, today, welcome to the sit down, shut up, MMA show with yours truly and Mr. Thomas Thursday. <laughs> or by my new name, Jack. No, 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 we don't do that. We don't do that. Dyke. No, 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 for God's sake. That's good, bro. That's a, that's a, that's a mild one for me. To be right, fair, to be oh, fair oh, oh, you up, do look like a guy. Series one, episode two. Yeah, there is that. Okay, oh, but to be fair me. though, you do look like a dyke. I am a dyke, mate. I think you. To be fair, you. Yeah, you picked that nickname up from me, haven't you? Where I've called it. Yeah, this is my nose piercing shenanigan. I've kind of, kind of. Yeah, I do. Kind of might might start going with the hoop earrings and the spiky well, uh, hair and yeah. the, the piercing <laughs> nipples. <laughs> the people listening recently, Tom's taken to walking round. With a nose piercing, no shirt. two two ear piercings in each ear, a bucket hat, no shirt. So I'm also without shaving. So no, I shaved yesterday. Oh, well done. But yeah, oh, he does look like a bitch. Oh, mate, I, I was starting to look like fucking Alex who did that Tiago Silva thing with Dave. Yeah. Red and yeah. That's what someone called. Bro, someone was in Windsor earlier. And honestly, on anything, bro, someone shouts to me, they go, oh, it's Alex. I was like, fuck off. Calling me that little prissy looking retard. I was like, no. No, to be fair, he probably looks a bit more straight than you do. Right, anyway. Little Miss right, This weekend, mate. Right, this is my idea to do this, seeing as we ain't doing it for a while. Yeah. UFC 264. Yeah, yeah. Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier, the trilogy, right? That's it. Number three. What is your thought on. What's the right word? Right, we'll start with Conor, right? Because we, we need to give... We'll start with Connor and get him out of the way because he is going to get most of the attention, as always. Yeah. But Poirier needs his credit where credit is due because he is fucking world-class. Right, we'll, well start he's with on Connor. the up at the minute. Uh, say what? I said he's on the up at the minute. But starting with Connor. Yeah, right. We'll start with Connor. What, what have you made of his demeanour coming in? I think you, you've got to compare the two fights. So yeah. you've got to compare it now. Yeah. Well, actually, compare the three fights, right? The right. first fight... It was very much, it was mind games. You know what I mean? It wasn't It wasn't just being horrible and ruthless. It was no, no, mind games, being clever with the insults, getting inside his head and figuring him out. But this was, right. you're on about the first one, right? Yeah, this, this is the is first back one. in 14 when they were both a featherweight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then in the second fight, he had a very polite demeanour. That's right, you got to see Dustin. He got in, you know, his head was messed up by McGregor because the mind games worked. And then you have the polite demeanour. And Dustin, you know, he does very well with someone he yeah. can respect. He does very well with someone he can respect because he's a bloke. Um, I'm going to butt in, right? Yeah. The the, the demeanour that Connor, Connor, as we know, has been yeah. the most outspoken, brash figure. He's not even a figure, mate. He is a pioneer of trash talk. And he is he is the most polarising man in fighting. He is, he is like... Conor McGregor made the UFC what it is today. Oh, he did, without a doubt. He's the modern-day Mike Tyson of mixed martial arts. And Absolutely. that is exactly the no, right comparison. No, 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 no. Mike Tyson didn't speak like he did. No, but when... He, no, 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 no. I'm not, McGregor... I'm not, make, I'm not making a comparison. No, 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 no listen. If you're going to make listen, a comparison... Tom, listen. If you're going to make a comparison about polarising figures in fight sports, you compare Conor McGregor to Muhammad Ali. No, you don't. Yes, no, you do. Because no, think of it, right? No, no, no. How much money and attention did Muhammad Ali bring to the sport? Yeah, but he... And how did Muhammad Ali talk? Through trash talk. But... But, but he was they, clever but... with it. But he was clever with it. 
He wasn't rude, why ruthless, or snarky. This is or snarky. Okay. He was clever. Okay, see, this is half of these podcasts just end up into us two arguing because I always believe I'm right and you always believe you're right. And but you're not listening, Tom. What I'm saying. No, no I, I was going to explain myself okay, before on. you cut okay. me off. The, okay. the difference between the persona of Muhammad Ali was extremely about, I am the greatest, I am this, I am that. And remember, this is one of his fucking famous quotes, I am the greatest, no one will ever beat me. Do you know what I mean? It's exactly what Connor says. Are you forgetting the... Yeah, exactly, that's what Connor says. Are you no, forgetting no, the no, pound no, for pound no, greatest no. of all time yes, list he and he put himself at the top? But the, the thing is, Ali always had that element of respect for his other opponents. Like, he always would at least pick out their good points. And I know he was mm. like, when he had fights with... Um, Mate, when when they did the fucking uh, Rumble in the Jungle thing, he he was I'm boxing at my strong point, right? So I'm not yeah. there and name names because I'm an MMA guy. I'm not a fucking boxer. yeah, yeah. Unless so it's modern day you're talking about. But when they did the Rumble in the Jungle, he yeah, I can't mate. I don't. Do you know what this sounds really bad? But I can't even remember his fight. But um, he 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 always showed some element of respect. And it, the the only similarity between him and Conor is yes, they talk a lot, but. But the way they talked, but they, but I, I mean, a comparison. I, I said a comparison between Tyson and Connor because they both fight in very similar ways. They always, they're always looking for one thing, and that is just to knock the other person out and put them on mm. the Yeah, there is that, that is my comparison. I didn't mean that okay. he, carry, he, he carries himself. I mean, look at it where it is now. It's at the Team Bobble Arena in Vegas. There's not been a, yeah. any major events in Vegas for the last two years, nearly. All right. Yeah, they are opening Vegas up, and one no better way than to open Vegas weekend with Conor McGregor, right? Absolutely. The but, amount of money yes, that, that's going to bring into what the I'm saying. Ali, Ali did not generate as much money as Mike Tyson did, right? Purely no, boxing true. was not as big back then, right? And also, the and also I hate to listen. I hate to make it a race thing, but it was because at the time, no, of course, no, hate, it's, completely hate true. it's completely true. Yeah. But but the reason I use the comparison of Connor and Mike Tyson is because yeah. no other two men have ever sold out arenas that quickly. Jack, the arena sold out in a minute and thirty seconds when they put tickets mm. on. There is twenty five thousand seats in T Mobile. Yeah. They sold out in a minute and thirty seconds. It's a record, mate. There wow. has been two million pre buys for this pay per view already. Actually, do you remember how the numbers were when they um first started opening the events up again? Uh, it yeah. was literally within five minutes there was seats were going. Oh, but again, absolutely. this is McGregor. It's one and a half minutes. This isn't like Chandler versus Oliveira. No, not at all. Like but even though that still did six hundred thousand buys, McGregor will do well over two and a half million. It absolutely. Be, absolutely. It will be the biggest fight the company has ever put on an I And also on my mother's and my I don't, no, I don't think it'll be the biggest. I think it will still remain Khabib versus McGregor. Jack, it has oh. more pre-buys already. It has really? a million pre-buys. Wow. Jack, it, it, the, the numbers for this thing is ridiculous. Mm. It's purely, this fight for Conor McGregor is make or break for him. Mm. Right? The, the thing is, when we're talking about what Connors we get and his demeanour going in, this is the most focused, the most arrogant, the most brash, the most motivated that he's looked yeah, see, since I was he was going fighting Aldo. I was going to say that in my comparison with the three fights. So, yeah. with the first fight, he was witty. It was mind games. And the second oh, you... was politeness. He's just nasty. He's just rude. He is, he, is coming, he is coming with the intent to... I don't even think it's to get in Poirier's head at this point, And you might tell it's me not. I'm wrong. It's not. No, it's not. It's purely him being the man that he is. He is not a prone family man. Yes, oh, he has. Is it? is it the man that he is, though? This is my question to you, because I was watching 
um, the post-fight interviews and pre-fight interviews and everything yeah. with the second fight mm-hmm. and the first fight and obviously the pre-fight interviews with this fight. Now, McGregor, he seemed genuinely comfortable because, as you know, after every single fight, he's always humble in victory, humble in defeat. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing that I can say that you actually like about him is mm. that after every fight, we do sit down, and I know you're not his biggest fan, but we do sit down, and I know we used to be because we yeah. used to be little bum chums and we used to be fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am still a fanboy because I love the man, the fucking bits, right? And I know <laughs> you don't because he just kind of embodies me a little bit. And that I just say what I want when I want. Yeah. As people who listen to the bloody podcast will know, even though we only post like once every two months now for some reason. Look, as half of them I can't post. No, exactly. <laughs> because of me. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but he is... He he's he's not made to be a respectful man. He is not. He he doesn't no, carry himself. Jack, you've, got, Jack, you've got to remember money. Is. The thing you've got to remember is money has money has set him. His kids' kids are set. Mm. His kids' 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 kids are fucking set. The man's worth two hundred and twenty million pounds. Absolutely, and that money has come from the trash talk and the mind games. He's also a very smart bloke. Jack. He is. He, he's, he's a businessman. Business venture. Business he is a businessman. Stephen A. Smith asked a perfect question, and I hate Stephen A. Smith. He is oh, the biggest does. bloke. You should listen to Joe Rogan talk about him. He said he is a complete and utter toolbox. Oh, He's like yeah, a melon. He, I would Joe love Rogan, to see Joe Stephen Rogan, A. Smith versus Joe, Joe Rogan. Hate because Joe Rogan called him a black melon. Right? He said he said he's the blackest melon I've ever met in my life. Right? <laughs> I'm inclined to agree. I'm not going to say anything because I'm too racist on it sometimes. But mm. then I'm being pretty toned down tonight. But in he he still has that desire to get up every morning, and people people like Stephen yeah. Smith questioning his desire. Mate, the man would like, he has all the money in the world. If he didn't care about the loss he has to Poirier, why would he come back? I know it's the legacy. McGregor doesn't need to fight. No, he doesn't. He doesn't need to. But fight. he wants to. But he wants to. There you go. And that, I think you That's can. The only thing you can't respect about him, yeah, at this point. And yes, he's a brilliant father. His kids, you can see mm. that you can see his kids loving bloody dearly, yeah. And even he though he's kids. cheated on his wife and he allegedly had a sexual assault thing, which was all bullshit, he did cheat on his wife, yeah. But that's all in the past, and they seem to yeah. have moved on and whatever. Like, yeah. he, he, well, she wouldn't leave him, would she? Actually, she might do because then she gets half of everything, so yeah, fair enough. Women ain't really fair these days, are they? Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's my dad, fuck me. Um, <laughs> sorry, well, that's not a male standpoint, but. Anyway, um, the, the the point is that what we get with this Connor, I think, it, if we dissect how his performance was, it was a shocking performance in the second round, especially. First round, he came out and he did. He even Connor, even Dustin admitted, sorry, he said, I was out on my feet in the first round. He said, yeah. he, it felt like a lightning bolt went through me. But Dustin Connor, said, Connor, people are going about his left hand, right? And he goes, oh, he's just a fighter with a left hand. He has one of the best capoeira styles in martial arts. He's one of the best kickers in the lightweight division. I was baffled when I saw Poirier kick the legs off him because Dustin Poirier is not a kicker. He is a very, very, very good boxer. Well, did you see how his leg looked? Oh, it's horrendous. It, it, it is amazing, the evolution of a calf kick. To see what a calf kick can do to somebody mm. now. It was A couple of years ago, it was unheard of. A calf kick. No one threw a calf kick unless you were a karate fighter or you were a taekwondo fighter. No one threw a calf kick, right? Yeah. Obviously, you see it in glory kickboxing because they are kickboxers, and yes, half of them train taekwondo and whatever. And of course, and obviously, no, no, Muay Thai fighters throw a lot of calf kicks. Yeah, well, it's actually, no. To be fair, they throw lower thigh. But... Yeah, they throw to the lower thigh because they want to derail them and then obviously take them out. But yeah. the, the 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 
Connor was so heavy on that lead leg. And, and this is boxing stance. This was the problem he was training. Like yeah. he said, he said 80, 75 to 80 percent of his camp was based solely on Manny Pacquiao. That fight did not go through. That was his big problem because mm-hmm. he got he got not confident. He got complacent. Cocky. He got complacent and cocky. Complacent, yeah. He was he he looked past him. He even said it. He said I looked past him. But unfortunately, this is the same thing that happened with Joshua and Ruiz. We all know how that turned out. Exactly, but he is. People forget. People tend to be stunned. He's thirty-two years old. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. he he is in his fighting prime. What it should be now. Yeah, he should be from the ages of twenty-seven. I'd say twenty-eight to thirty-five. Mm. You are in your fighting prime. So we have a good few years. If he wins tonight, well, everyone tonight. Points. Everyone points in their lives. I think what we're all scared of now is what's his fighting prime from twenty-five to twenty-nine. Was well, twenty eight because when the best McGregor yeah, we 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 need to accept yeah, as as fans we need to learn to accept that we are not ever going to get the same corner that fought Eddie Alvarez. No. We will never get that corner back because the game's it's evolved. It so, I mean, Eddie Alvarez was a very, relatively weak lightweight champion, and I say that lightly because mm. yes, he beat Rafael dos Anjos, but that wasn't a great feat at the time. The man was on a four and two. Street. Eddie Alvarez was three and two when he captured the belt, right? At lightweight. The man lost to Jim Miller, he lost to Diego Sanchez, like he was on a downward go and then he won three fights in a row. Yes, he beat mm. Cerrone, then he beat um James Vick and then he beat RDA, right? Yeah. But Although you can't knock him out for that. That's no you can't. But I mean James Vick's about as much use as my fucking gardener who done him sharp well, anymore. Yeah, Do you know what yeah. I mean? But I don't know why I said my gardener, he's just a lanky guy he's probably better off trying to pretend to be a skyscraper for a day to be fair. But yeah. fucking the, the the point is he that is the that is single handedly the best championship performance anybody has ever turned out in the UFC in history and that will never happen again. Maybe except Khabib against Poirier or sorry Khabib against Gaethje. Other yes. than that, I mean Khabib didn't yes, get the legs kicked off him in that fight. Gaethje nearly had him. Mm, yeah, but Khabib was pressing. I don't want to get too much into yeah. Khabib because I don't really like the man. But <laughs> I respect him, but I don't like him. Fair I mean, you don't either. To be fair. Mm. We've gone off. We, we have gone off Khabib. A little bit. He looks got a fat man now. Mm. He looks got a very fat man now. <laughs> but he still, then again, he still goes back to AKA and fucking American Kickboxing Academy. Yeah, well, and then holds down his coach. Now, he he was he was training with Daniel Cormier and he was holding Daniel Cormier down. For fuck's sake. Oh. And then he went and he sparred Islam Makachev, who I think is going to be the champion in a couple of years. Mm. And purely because of his wrestling, unless unless he, I mean, I'm looking ahead. I still, I think the the best fighter in that division for me mm. is the skill set wise. You look at it, and yes, there's Oliveira who's champion now. I think that's very temporary. I don't think he will stay there. Then I think he would surprise him because we all he would surprise him because we all cancelled him out against Chandler. Oh, we were, but then but you watched it, and Chandler had him in that first round. He just couldn't put him away. He did. He just couldn't put him away. Where is that? Could not put him away. And I think Chandler, Chandler's fighting Gaethje. I don't want to go off too much from the topic, but if you look at lightweight now, it's a very interesting division because you've got Lightweight Chandler and Gaethje fighting. Fight. But but this is the thing: who does the winner of Poirier? Who, who who is who? If 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 McGregor wins, then he fights for the belt, right? And then even even you have to admit he fights, and you don't want him fighting for the belt. No, right? they've already. They, I don't want him, but they've already said that the winner of McGregor Poirier will fight for the belt, and, and rightly so, and, and rightly so. If you, beat, for him. 
Poirier is the number one guy in the world. If you beat the number one guy in the world, you should fight for the belt. That's how it should be. Yeah, I agree. I know the only the only depressing thing is McGregor is one and two in his last two, three fights. He is one yeah. and two, but yeah. but but he um he he is embodying everything that the old corner has been going up into the fight, and I think I think he's like, different from the old corner. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think we. I'm not going to carry on rambling on about him too much because we need to cover Dustin Poirier as well. But mm. he, if he, he needs to get his bounce back. He needs to get back into that mentality of "fuck you," which is what he has done. I mean, I said to you earlier, didn't I? He, he, mm. he. You've watched the Stephen A. Smith interview. I've watched the Mac Life one. Yeah, and yeah, I've watched them both. He said about him. He said, he said, he said, he said, this yeah. man is not even on my radar. He said he is a dead corpse to me. And that is probably the truest thing he's ever said in his life. So I mean, it, it, the thing but... is, right? I think, um, I think obviously, as I was saying earlier, McGregor in the first fight was mind games. McGregor in the second fight was respect. McGregor in this fight, he's just nasty. Yeah. McGregor in this fight, it's not trying to get in your head. It's not war games. It, what it is is I have a genuine dislike point to prove I have like for this man, and I don't. Not because McGregor, he's never carried himself into a fight before where he's yeah. been the one working himself up. No, exactly. And this can be a very interesting thing to see because he's always, 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 always working on himself, but he's never worked himself up before. No, and I think he's obsessing. Do you know what? Yeah, the, the criticism of him going into this fight is you don't know what you're going to get with him anymore, you don't, you don't know who you're going to get, you don't. But the only you thing have we to can... say in his corner, he does very well in rematches. Exactly. Oh, because Don Diaz, he he's such a good coach, and he trains. Oh, um, yeah. For, for the for the monkey-headed idiots, for the monkey-headed idiots that are saying mm. that he should change camps, are fucking retarded. Right. For people telling me that, mate, I've had so many people on our on our casual police account. I've had so many people in comments where I've just been trolling fucking casuals basically going oh you need to change camps the man was the first UFC two weight champion mm. he went and then boxed Floyd Mayweather and his boxing coach Owen Roddy had Floyd Mayweather four rounds down for fuck's sake through his mm. training do you know what I mean like you, you don't who, who's he gonna go and train with exactly. where's he gonna go he's not gonna go well, to AKA the only person is the only person I can think of is Trevor, Trevor Whitman Trevor Whitman that, that is the, the only person, person I can think of but Trevor Whitman and I, I do love how we said that at the same time. Yeah. I, I love it. It's brilliant. But my thing is with that, Trevor Whitman and McGregor, no matter how many years they train together, no matter what, they will never have the bond and the chemistry McGregor has. He's been with Kavanaugh since he was 14 years old. Exactly. That's all you have to say. And also, you've got to think, who's Trevor Whitman's star boy? Who's his golden boy? Well, Kamar Usman. No, it's and Gaethje. Justin Gaethje. Well, it, it's it's Usman. Well, it's it's Usman now. It's not well. but, but, yeah, it's well, it, well, it's all three of them now technically because Usman's moved there. But to be fair, fair enough. But his golden man has always. Oh, it's Justin Gaethje. Yeah, you think it Usman, is. you think Justin Gaethje, you think Kamara Usman, you don't think Trevor Whitman. Those two, Justin Gaethje and Trevor Whitman, have always gone together as a pair, and yeah. that is something McGregor will not have, and that is something McGregor mm-hmm. with. John Kavanaugh. John Kavanaugh yes. is very good at looking and making adjustments, which is why Ingram always does exactly well in rematches. Yeah, right. We'll leave it there. Right, Dustin Poirier, mate. 
Yeah. What does he need to do different in this fight? Because they both need to mix it up. Connor needs to mix it up and Connor needs to get his bounce back. And I think Connor needs, needs to get his back. Connor needs to get his karate style back. He was remember he come in and they were going the karate kid, the karate kid. He is funnily enough, we need to talk about the co main event as well, because we're only gonna cover two because we've rambled on for a long time. But he I mean that and he when he come in, Stephen Montboy Thompson's fighting in the co main event against Gilbert Burns, right? Which is yeah, a fucking yeah, hell of a fight, and we will get on to that. Actually, that right. Gilbert Burns was a football fight. Leon Edwards, <coughs> as now. Um, yeah. uh, who else was it? It was Cobb Covington and Tara uh, Steve Wonderboy Thompson. Yeah. Covington, Edwards, and Masvidal all turned it down. Masvidal because he was fighting for the title. Yeah. Edwards because he was lined up to fight Jamaev, but yeah. obviously that didn't happen. Covington never gave a reason for it. Yeah. Make you some. My my point was when Connor first came into the UFC, he was compared to Wonderboy straight away. His yeah. style, their, their styles are so similar, but no, yet both, so different at the same they time. Right, but but the difference is Poirier kind of embodies the Gilbert Burns style where Burns only looks for a left hand. And this is the, the, the similarity between Connor because Connor only really sets up a left hand because Connor's yeah. left hands are very, very straight and all his punches are very straight. But what Poirier does is Poirier, mix, Poirier mixes his punches up so well. But he is, there is a lot of holes in Dustin Poirier's game, as there was with Connor. I listen, I think. But, with this fight, with Dustin Poirier, I watched the um, interview with Michael Bisping that he did on BT Sport. Yeah, I watched that earlier as yeah. well. Um, and the mind games have had no effect this time. Yeah. Poirier, is, he's not playing games. He's not pissed off. He is in the focused mindset where he was yeah. affected by Connor. He is saying, he's saying, I know, I know the threat Connor faces. This was the situation in the first fight. This is what I'm doing. He's very, very focused, and you've got to give that to yeah. him. Poirier, he's one of them guys where he gets better and better and better. As yeah. I mean, he's, he's supremely he's confident, and this is what he was earlier. He was, he said, he said, I he's think bad. I finish him. He said, if I said, he said, I think I survive round one, and he said, I think I submit him. He said, I believe that I submitted, and don't get, don't remember, like, don't forget, mate, he has the best ass choke in the UFC by a mile. Oh, yeah, he's. He's, he's so underrated on the ground. So underrated. Listen, this is why I prefer jiu-jitsu to wrestling. Because in wrestling, if you're on the bottom, there's not really much you can do. No. But in jiu-jitsu, because with all the work in the gi, it becomes natural to be on the bottom, recovering guard, getting the back. Jiu-jitsu is much more... It's a much more linear game. Yeah. And Poirier, luckily, as opposed to a lot of American fighters, he's a jiu-jitsu <coughs> Yeah, he's very, very good at it. And he's also very, very good fucking boxer. He is... The, the best The best thing about Dustin Poirier is his ability to push somebody up against Spence and just mm. unload. That exactly, is exactly what he did against Connor. He backed, him up, he backed him up with a calf kick and he clinched him and he took him down within 20 seconds. Yeah, Connor calls that fucking pussy, whatever. It's, it's mixed, not, mixed martial arts. It's exactly it's mixed what Connor said now. And don't get me wrong, Connor has the ability to take Dustin Poirier down. He he really does. And he's he's sorry. Huh? But he has got, he's not he's not confident on the ground. The problem is, right, McGregor, he looks at mixed martial arts as I'm a stand, I'm a hit you, I'm a defender takedown. And if you take me down, you're but a bit he is a knockout like, artist. Did you, yeah, he's but did you, he made a comment about my MMA record is yeah I know yeah yeah nineteen one loss yeah nineteen one loss doesn't count 
submissions. He doesn't count points or anything. He only I, know, I agree with him. I don't. I don't because I think no. I, I don't. Not, you know, it, it's mixed martial arts. It's not boxing or anything. You know what I mean? He has once again, I think, made the mistake of thinking it's boxing. He even might have changed up his game plan, might have changed up his stance, but he's still making that same mistake. And Poirier, he doesn't. He understands the student of the game and he gets better and better after every fight. Well, that's exactly and what Connor is as well. They both are students of the game. Yeah, they but Connor, again, he's making the game is what he wants it to be, but it's not. But and we, he has proven before, he but, but, he, before. but again, he has proven before that he can back up his talk. He hasn't for the last two fights. Well, last, well, he went out and beat Cowboy, but that's not really achievement because my nan could yeah. be there with a cat handbag and knock him out. <laughs> I should probably knock out a fucking Cowboy Serrano now. But, yeah. but at the end of the day, he's still a legend and he dismantled him in 40 seconds. But again, again, we are sat here now taking the piss out of Connor, but then he did do some serious damage to Poirier in that first round. He did. He did. But... Just through a boxing stance. So imagine Listen. what he can do if he mixes it up. Well, I mean, Connor's karate It's interesting because he, Connor, he's got a very long arm, he's got a big reach. And with the karate stance, your shoulders are slightly forward and your head's back. Yeah, he, he so has the reach a very weird physique. Connor has no, a very the, weird physique. The reach is even longer. And because it's so easy to bounce in and out, he can make such good use of that reach and keep out of the way of shots so much. And something Paul Vier said before is that he likes because Connor will put himself in harm's way to land the shots, but with the karate stance, he doesn't. No, and th- this is what... I watched Dan Hardy yesterday. Yeah. And he did it best. He said, Connor is the best range fighter in the lightweight mm. division by a mile. No, when no. Connor fights, no, when Connor fights, he, 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 he keeps, I think Dan Hardy said, he keeps at least a two-meter distance. He called it a socially distant stance. Mm. Right? And it's the truest thing I've ever said, like heard, heard in this yeah. last yeah. That, I mean, that, that's what I remember him saying, that could just be bullshit. But he said, I, th- I think it was along the lines of a socially distant style. The old Connor mm-hmm. that fought the first fight against Alvarez with his, well, the cocky one with his hands behind his back. and his, But he always fights with a southpaw. He has his left hand down and his right hand up, right? Mm-hmm. And he keeps his arm, sh- it, it, it's, it's a range finder almost because his fingertips, his legs, his back leg is at least two metres away from what will be Poirier this time? So, mm. like in the first fight, like uh, mm. anyway, sorry, he was at least two meters from him, but his arm was on his shoulder almost, finding that range and waiting for Poirier to come to him. The way Connor needs to win this fight is if Poirier comes to him, then that's when he does his best work. Yeah, that's but what he needs. Um, but he needs to get his bounce back across. Yeah, but but the, but the only thing is, the only thing that Poirier does have a slight advantage is. Connor's punches, yes, in the in the first round of I mean I was with Slate in the moment. He, he always goes. But but Connor, then, Connor's build he didn't look gassed is not last fight. He didn't look gassed. He just looked worn down from the leg kicks. He was. He but was he, was still, Jack, he was still throwing at the same intent he was throughout the first and second. Yeah. Connor is very much a first first and second round fighter. He'll be good in the first or right in the second, gas in the third. But the thing is, Connor his physique is not built for stamina. No, he, this is what I was saying. He has He's, the worst look, physique I've ever seen. You look at it. He, no, no, he, has, he has huge, no, he has huge yeah. shoulders and yeah. a tiny waist. He has huge pecs and a tiny waist. And, and he has big arms as well. 
He has huge shoulders and huge biceps and huge arms. He's very muscly. He is, but he is extremely lean as well. Yeah, and I think actually, this is something I want to bring your attention to. Look at Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz, he is built full stamina. He's yeah. not got a lot of muscle. No. Right. But he, his body is so lanky and he's so long that he can just stand and hit you and stand and hit you. And yeah. if you take the, because his body's so long, yeah, the force of the punch, literally, it gets reverberated because force, what it does, it always goes down the easiest route. And yeah. the easiest route is always down. So when he's standing and he's striking, it goes right down and yeah. it goes down a lot. And yeah, you can see he's got a very muscly neck and the neck is something that enables the chin. Yeah. Rich much lots. So that's Paul, the, Poirier is very bulky for a lightweight. He is. And actually, I, I don't I don't know how that man ever made featherweight. Seriously, this same goes with same goes with Connor. Yeah. But I don't I don't know how Poirier ever So made actually I want to bring your attention to Dustin Poirier's neck. Yeah. As we all know, the neck muscles are what hold the head in place and what provide someone with a chin. Yeah. Right? That's important. Neck. And he's he got has a big massive chin. chin. He went well, five rounds with Hooker. He went yeah. a lot of rounds with Gagey. Got beat up pretty bad by Gagey. That was he's a still not that. war. He's still not that. But that was a war. Not averse to a war. He's got a chin. The only thing I am concerned about Poirier is now that if you hear him say, he says, I don't like fighting, but I do, he says, I don't like the things that come with fighting, but I love the competition. I don't like fighting anymore, but I love the competition. And that, it, it, it could hinder well, him in a way, is... but it could also be better for him. Well, this is mean? the same thing as GSP was saying. GSP said the other day in an interview, I don't think, I don't enjoy hurting people. But I put the gloves on. And I start hitting the bag or I start hitting a person and my head just switches and I go, but I am very good at this. Yeah. And it's all... He might not enjoy it. He might not like hurting people because he's a nice guy. He won't like hurting people. He's a nice guy. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, he won't like hurting people, but he is good at it. And when you're good at something like Poirier and GSP are, what do you do with that? You bloody use it. Exactly. Okay, right. One last question. And I think we should do a part two on Burns and Thompson. But I just want to wrap up. We've got time. We've got time. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've kind of getting rambled on by my mum's come downstairs. Hmm. But um, you've got to cut that though. You can't even cut that out of the podcast, can you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, to wrap up Connor and Dustin, Hmm. I. I have a very clear path for both of them to victory for both of them. I think everyone does. There's always I, a, I will ask you yours, if it's that. I think the way Connor wins this fight is if he yeah. keeps him at keeps him at range, takes his time mm. for once in his life since the Alvarez fight, takes his bloody time, stops getting overexcited. He's had some rounds in there now. I know it's not been a lot, but he has had some rounds and he's been pretty active to be fair since the cowboy fight. I know he's only fought twice. But he has been training on stuff. I know he fought Cowboy and that lasted 40 seconds. And I, but he did go four rounds with Khabib. Yeah. And he did have two rounds against Dustin, although he got stopped. So he has he can't blame Russ this time because he has no. been active and he has been training. And he's done yeah. the McGregor fasting and he's doing very well for himself. And he's training every day and he's sparring pretty much every other day. But he, the way he wins this fight is by keeping him at range. And he has more than enough skill to knock out Dustin Poirier. More than enough. He's he is the better all round mixed martial artist here. 
and mm. I think we can both solidly agree. And yes, Poirier is better wrestler. He's better. I don't wrestler. think all round mixed martial artist, mm. but I do think he's mm. Mm. he is a more talented fighter than Dustin Poirier. I'd have to disagree with you. I would have to agree with you, and I'm pretty sure every other analyst on the planet would agree with me, only because that's exactly what they say. But he, mm-hmm. if to catch an eye, he is. If if okay, if you're a casual watching it, Connor is a better fighter because yes. of the highlight reel and whatever. His yes. drive may not be the same as Poirier's now because of the money, but yeah. I again, I don't doubt that it isn't. I don't doubt that it is also. Because it could yeah. be, for all know, we, he could go in there. We don't know the guy. We can only like, come in on what we see. I can, I can very much see him going in there and starting him in two minutes. Because it could bloody happen. It happened seven years ago. It could happen again now. Do you know I, mean, I don't think. I don't think it will. I really don't think it will. Yeah. I, like, I, I would put, probably put my house on it that it wouldn't. Mm. But. Don't stink. Well, I mean, we can hope. But well, I can hope. You can cry. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> He he just has to be patient, and he his time. Like he said, when he beat Aldo, timing and precision, and speed, beat power, mm. and that is probably the truest thing that will ever come out of that man's mouth. Because I know we know he bollockses a lot, or we know that he sugarcoats things, or he has sugarcoated things in the past. But he has been very straight to the point this time, and he hasn't made any excuses really. And he has put his hand up and gone, look, I messed up. I was too boxing heavy and I will change that and let's hope he does. The way Poirier wins this fight, again, is if he can drag him out of the first two rounds and he can start throwing them calf kicks. But again, I think Connor needs to throw calf kicks this time. And I think, think Connor needs to keep him away from him. I think Poirier, Poirier has actually been preparing for Connor to throw calf kicks. He said he's not going to throw them this time because Connor will have prepared for them. I think he's going to come out and take him down and hold him there. That's why yeah. it, that if if Poirier wins this fight, I think he takes it down and holds him. I think, yeah. and then I think I think he lets him up in round three or four, and then I think he stops him if he wins because there will be a finish. I don't think this is going to decision. I think there will be a finish. Yeah, we could be wrong, and he Connor could outpoint him. You never know. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. We can't write off any possibility because again, he out he outpointed Nate Diaz, and Nate Diaz is a better gas tank than Dustin Perrin, not by a lot, but he does. Yeah, and he was I mean, it was it. a split decision. There were a lot of people who say that Diaz won that fight. He knocked him down four times. Where is that? He knocked him uh, down four times. He knocked two of his front teeth out. For fuck's sake! <laughs> yes, yes, he did do a lot of clinch work, Diaz, and he did hold him there for about three minutes in the third and the fourth, and he did get the takedown at the end. But he knocked him down four times, and yes, he did win that fight. Yeah. It shouldn't have been a split decision. It should have been unanimous. But okay. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Poirier. For me, I, I'll, I'll ask you again in a minute how you think they both win this fight. But in my eyes, I'm pretty sure you're going to say the same thing I have. I think I think Poirier drags him into deep waters if he wins. And I think Connor just purely hasn't got the same will that Dustin Poirier has. And you can't, probably can't even believe I'm saying this. I'm actually going with Poirier. I think... I think Poirier's the favourite. Conor McGregor's the favourite. Last time I checked, Conor McGregor is Conor McGregor is plus five hundred and twenty as a favorite, and Poirier is minus two hundred and twenty. Oh, last time I saw it, it was uh, one twenty Poirier and one hundred. Sorry, one hundred Poirier and one twenty McGregor. McGregor is up because Dana White said it earlier in Vegas. Conor is favorite. Wow, that might be the UK you're looking at, but in yeah. Vegas, which is what matters, obviously. Yeah, Conor's yeah. the favorite. Conor's the favorite by second round knockout. Yeah, now. Again, I think I am going with Poirier. Oh, this is interesting. 
God. It's 40 to 1 odds for McGregor to win by KO. <laughs> and yeah, sorry. Much. So McGregor is priced at minus 115 yeah. and 105. So McGregor is a favourite. Yeah. Told you. Um, Not by much, though. No, I don't know what I saw about fucking plus 400, and it must be bullshit. I saw that the Mac Life earlier. <laughs> well, yeah, they're literally. They are. They are. They're they're Conor McGregor's channel, aren't they? Yeah. About that. Um. No, but yeah, like I said, I think I don't even have to ask you, mate. I think we're both going to go with Poirier, aren't we? Yeah, I think. um... I think his heart just purely wins. I think he wins out of heart, and then I think I think the path for Poirier, if he wins this fight, I think he fights Oliveira, and I think he beats Oliveira. Mm. And if he beats Oliveira, then he fights Gaethje, and then I think Gaethje wins the belt. And I think that's the way it's going to go. But if Conor wins, I think Conor starts with Oliveira. And then I think he goes... I think Oliveira beats him. I don't. Oliveira beats him. Oliveira takes him down, does what he does best, and just, look, going to piss off a lot of people, going to piss off McGregor, but Oliveira takes him down, does what he does best, and that's the way it's going to go. But I think with this fight, what is going to happen is... I cannot hear a word you're saying. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, was cover, I was covering Mark, right? Sorry. Um, uh, not very good at this podcast, thing. But um, <laughs> let me let me stop you for a minute, right? Conor McGregor fought Jose Aldo. Like you never let me start. <laughs> no, I know, but I, I don't. Because <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> you think Oliveira takes him down deep? Yeah, that's what he does best, and that's what he's going to do. He fought Chad Mendes, right? Yeah. Not obviously not as good a grappler as Oliveira. A better wrestler than Oliveira. A lot better wrestler than Oliveira. Yeah, because Oliveira's not a wrestler, he's a jiu-jitsu fighter. Yeah, but then he also has the takedowns of a wrestler. He has a very, very, very powerful single leg, which is yeah. exactly what Chad Mendes done. And could Chad Mendes hold Conor McGregor down? No. Chad Mendes and Oliveira are very different beasts, though. No, no, and I'm going to be cannot... with Khabib as well. Yeah, but I was going to... Oliveira, he's, he's a better grappler. Mm. But then again, Khabib... Could he hold Connor down for the first two rounds? Really? Not really. He did. Yes, eventually at the end of the second, yeah, he did. Because he gassed out. The thing is, what Khabib does best is what Oliveira does best. But you know, and this is the thing. Whenever we've seen Oliveira, each again, remember, each round starts on the feet. Each round starts. Yeah. And Oliveira is extremely hittable. Extremely hittable. But he's also very powerful as well. I'm not taking anything away from him. The man knocked out Michael Chandler. Yeah. But. He is extremely hittable, and Chandler rocked him. And McGregor is a better fighter than Michael Chandler, right? I can see that. Uh, yeah, I can see that. If if Michael Chandler, a five foot five, small, orthodox man, can almost put Oliveira's lights out, imagine what a five foot nine McGregor can do. Yeah, bouncing so, karate kid. Yeah, can do. Yeah. Johnny. So here's my view on it, right? But you've got obviously I think McGregor first two rounds, very good fighter. After that, pretty pointless. Um and I feel like what's gonna happen is Dustin's gonna come out, it's gonna strand and strike him a little bit, meet him in the middle of the octagon. Mm-hmm. And if McGregor comes with the karate stance, he's very bouncy and explosive and his timing is very difficult to work out uh-huh. and in the second fight Poirier worked out McGregor's timing and that's how he won and I feel like Poirier will struggle to work out his timing 
So he will ha- literally have to rely on the fence and his chin. Connor will take the first two rounds. Poirier is going to come out in third again to stand a strike, put him up against the cage, and then he's going to take him. He's going to grapple him, take him down, and that's how it's going to go for the fourth as well. Put him up against the cage, strikes him a little bit, put take him down, and that's how it's going to admit him fifth round or it goes to decision. I think if Poirier wins, it will be submission. Well, actually, no. He might. He might KO him fifth round. I do. I can't yeah. see that happening. After McGregor's I a bit can't, tired, I can't see McGregor getting knocked. I can out see. I can see it happening if he's that tired. My, but my I think fight my ends head, fifth yes. round. My, I think fight ends fifth round, no matter what way you put it. As usual, now my my head is telling me Poirier only because of the last one. Yeah, but my, obviously my heart says McGregor because it always will. Yeah, right. My, so Burns and Wonderboy. Right, we'll we'll give this five minutes, then we've really got to end it because my phone's about to overheat. But um, right. As you know, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is probably my favourite fighter. Bar yeah, yeah you bum lick him. Alright, bum lick this man. But he did, again, he deserves all the bum lick in the world. He's 38 years of age and he still moves like he's 12. Do you know what I mean? He is he's such a. He, he is, in my opinion, he's the best pure striker in MMA, purely. And you can't, yeah. really, you can't really disagree with that. No, no, he's very good. He is you, very, very good. You don't give him enough credit for how good he is. Yeah, no, his striking is impeccable. He, he is impeccable. Ask, like, ask your martial arts coach. Ask your MMA coach who the best pure striker in martial arts is, and he will tell you Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I bet you anything on it. If you <laughs> if you give him a list of names, he will pick Wonderboy Thompson out of it. Because I think I'd actually try that. I'd be quite interested. Yes, to find he, is, he is any MMA coach's dream. Any MMA coach's dream. He is possibly yes. the nicest man on planet Earth. Although, actually, before you say anything else, I'd like to bring your attention to that. Wonderboy Thompson has said, in this fight, Burns will not see Wonderboy. He will not see the nicest motherfucker. He's going to... Mm-hmm. I think I'll save it on Instagram. He's going to see... He wants a different nickname for this one. It's yeah. quite interesting. It's basically something like... It's some Spanish thing, like El Diablo or something. I don't even know, mate. But yeah. he... Very much was suggesting that he was just gonna maul him, he was gonna kill him, and he was not gonna care at all. What Wonder Boy, yeah, this is what Wonder Boy saying, it's, it's what he needs to do, yeah. Because there's quite a lot of bad blood there. I mean, they've been respectful back and forth, but he's always respectful. Wonder Boy doesn't like him, no, I don't think he does because Burns talks a lot of shit. Burns, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson does not chat shit, right? He he doesn't ever throw shade at anybody, unless he has a reason to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The man is probably the most charitable, nicest guy in martial arts. Yeah. Like, we can say that he is literally the nicest motherfucker for a reason. Yeah, you know he I mean? absolutely is. But he, his his YouTube videos, quality, his his, his ratings, his his breakdowns, his his anal his analytics, his his podcast are impeccable. They're, he's so witty, he's so clever, he's such a good family man. But he's still, again, he's thirty eight years old, yeah. And a lot of people would be going, eh, too old." The man still moves like he's just started training. So I mean, yeah. he he, he yeah. moves like he is in his fighting, and he is in his fighting prime now. If you watch his last fight, people going, "Oh, he was against Jeff Neal." Jeff Neal is a hard motherfucker, man. He, I know he's rank eleven, but. I mean, he put out Neil Magny, which is no hard task. Who's who? Kamzat's fighting. Yeah. 
the, I mean, if you look at one of the boys last fight, he beat Vicente Luque. He put on a clinic against Luque, right? Yeah. Who, is now, who is now ranked five, who just beat Woodley. He's also beaten Masvidal. He's he also beaten Rory McDonald. And Rory McDonald is a fucking fantastic kickboxer. Yeah, right. I mean, he's kind of beaten Johnny Hendricks. Well, yeah, but he's beaten Johnny Hendricks, Johnny Powerhouse, mm-hmm. and Robert Whitaker. What can you say about Whitaker? He's yeah, he can't. You cannot not the man. He's done very, very well in his career. Yeah, I think yeah, man. It's it's such an intriguing fight. Burns is always dangerous. Burns mm. can submit anybody than other than David Martin. Burns put Usman the down lost the fight. But he put Usman on the ground. That's yeah, that's pretty difficult. I do you know what the winner of this? Unfortunately, Colby Cuntington fucking gets his little rematch with Usman. I think he gets knocked out. To be honest with you, I hope I so. Hope he does. I really hope he does. I think he I does. Hope so. Oh, if he if if Usman could put Masvidal out, he can put Colby out without a shower barrier out, mate. Mm. But then the winner will fight the winner of this fight. Yeah. I think, yeah, I thought, again, I feel bad for Leon Edwards, but it's his own fault for taking shitty fights. Yeah. I think yeah, we've waited around. We, yeah. I do feel it's because he. It's gotten to, it got to the point where he just wanted to fight and he didn't care who it was against. Yeah, but, mate, he fought, he fought Bella, oh, Bella Muhammad. Like, who gives a fuck? Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, it's a very good fight and he's ranked. But he had so he had so many fight offers and so yeah. many fell through. I mean, man got, man got rocked with a Stockton slap and then straight, which wasn't really a straight. It was just looping cross. Mm. Yes, he was always out on his feet against Diaz. But he doesn't warrant the warrant the title fight. You know what I mean? He just doesn't at all. But again, well, I mean, they've had it coming for a long time. Edwards versus right. so right. We're going with Poirier by finish. I'm going Poirier by submission probably round four. I'm Poirier submission four. Either cool. it ends by decision or finishes, but I reckon no matter cool. what we do. And then I have Stephen Wonderboy Thompson by decision, by unanimous yeah. decision. Yeah, I see that. I think um, I actually have. I want to say Thompson's going to finish him. Isn't that I a want finish to say... for a while? Right hook. Well, it's only three and rounds, isn't it? It's only three rounds, isn't it? Yeah. I'm um, third round, right hook, high kick, and Burns is going to be on his ass. And again, he could come out and start him, couldn't he? You never know. Never right, know. Mate. Never know, but that's why. Right. Pleasure talking to you, mate. And of course, the YouTube. Cool, man. Right. We'll, we'll, pick up, we'll pick up. We've got another podcast coming out tomorrow. It should be fun. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Right, mate. Of course, I'm quite interested in land up for that one. Yeah, it's been a good one, this one, mate. Actually, yeah. got a good, good talk out of it. Right. Yeah. So, thank you for listening to all the people in the, how many, 16 countries you listen in, you lovely, beautiful bastards. Oh, oh, yeah. Right. In a bit, mate. Thank in you for listening. Right. Love, thank mate. you. Goodbye. Goodbye.